You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. There is a collective sigh of relief after taxis started operating again in Cape Town yesterday following a week-long stay-away by Santaco, which turned violent, leaving five people dead and thousands of commuters stranded. As the situation slowly returns to normal, it will be a lot longer for the tourism industry, which suffered reputational damage after some countries issued travel alerts for the mother city. A British tourist was also among the dead after he apparently took a wrong turn from Cape Town International Airport and ended up in the protest in Nyanga, where he was attacked and killed. The South African Tourism Services Association, SATSA, is worried about the long-term impact of the strike on their sector. SASTA Chairperson Opa Pilane joins us now on the line. A very good morning to you. Opa, welcome to The Weekend View. It really has been a, a difficult week um, for the country. Many people traveling uh, to, to, the, to the Western Cape, to Cape Town in particular, for various reasons, struggled uh, with travel. And obviously people also wanting to enjoy the city were not able to do so. As we reflect on the impact of the strike from from, from your perspective as the Tourism so- Services Association, what, I- what has been the extent of the impact on the sector as a result of this week-long strike? I think the impact was, was really, really uh, bad for, for tourism in, in, in the country, uh, not only in terms of uh, the economics, but also, as you said, the reputation of damage. Um, it's going to take us a bit of a, 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 some time to get the, that uh, back on track, but we are quite uh, confident that uh, we, will be, we will be back on track. I mean, uh, our sector is very resilient in terms of, 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 of challenges that we've, we've faced in the past. So we are quite certain that uh, despite what has happened, uh, the tourism sector in the Western Cape will bounce back. I mean, our numbers have been going up. Uh, the Western Cape, uh, in particular Cape Town, uh, was recognized as one of the best cities and uh, one of the best tourist destinations in the world. And I think we just got to be able to be patient and uh, just all that in terms of our marketing to get that uh, whole image of the Western Cape, in particular Cape Town, back on track. How were some of your, your members directly impacted? Um, if you could just give us a sense of that and in, in what ways, I suppose, were you able to support them and in what ways were they able to support uh, the, their clients and, and people who were already there and, and wondering whether or not they were in fact safe or they'd be able to make their way to the airport and, and get to their next destination? Look, I think I'm quite grateful to our chapter of Sata in the Western Cape and all members across the country who were able to provide uh, support. I think one of the key things that we have had is that we immediately uh, established uh, our communication center. Uh, we had WhatsApp groups, and we were able to advise members which routes they would take, which routes to avoid. And I think that in that way, many of the tourists, as much as it was very, very difficult uh, for them to move around, uh, our members on the ground were able to still continue providing the best experience of the mother city, and many of our guests were quite uh, happy about 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 the efforts that were made by our, our members. 
but it was a very, very difficult week, which has impacted not only tourism, but also essential supplies, because many, many, many companies could not even deliver the basic mm-hmm. uh, uh, food services in, in the city. The workers couldn't go to work, uh, they couldn't access uh, transport, so that made it very, very difficult. Some of our managers actually had to even uh, go, go to, 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 to the basic, basic work that they had to do, cleaning rooms, cooking, and just making sure that the, 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 the tourists have the best experience of the mother city. And I think within those difficult periods, we were able to, to, to achieve that and provide that experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as we wrap up, um, I, I, I don't imagine that it will necessarily be too too difficult a task uh, to try and restore um, the the tourism in um, you know in Cape Town in particular. Given, of course, you know how, how lovely the places and people from elsewhere in the world often enjoy being there. But what are some of the lessons in your view that should be learned from this? Um, the you know the city has been criticised about about its approach. Of course, some loading the fact that uh, they didn't budge or have not been prepared to budge on you know, issues around rule of law and, and making sure that um, uh, there's good behavior on the roads and, and so on. Um, but, but also we, we recognize also the, the importance of, 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 the, of the taxi industry. We also realize how, um, you, you know, the, the, the you know, uh, apartheid spatial planning continues to be uh, really a burden and terrible for many in the country who now, when one particular industry decides to not to not show up or to shut down, those people's income is affected. They can't get to places of work. But in your view, what are some of the lessons that should be learned from here so that in future, when this sort of thing happens again, um, we don't see the, the adverse impact that we saw over the last week? I think the key thing in this whole challenge is communication. You know, and I think as leaders, we've got to be able to think about the interest of the country first before our own interest. And I think both government and all the stakeholders that were involved in these challenges should have been able to sit down and look at ways of avoiding this challenge. Because why should we find solutions after a mess has been done? I mean, those solutions, those discussions, those agreements that they have reached could have been reached before people lost their lives, before uh, the businesses were were affected, before workers lost their salaries and they couldn't reach uh, their places of work. And we're saying to our leaders, it is important that we should be able to find each other and we have done it before. We, we, we have avoided difficult situations before. And I think we should be able to learn from our experiences mm. of, of, of pre-1994 when we entered very difficult, difficult negotiations as a country to get the country to where it is. We could have taken guns. We could have killed each other. We could, get, there could have been war. But we avoided it because we realized that the only way to take South Africa forward was to be able to to talk to each other, to communicate. And we are saying to the Western Cape government or any other provincial government or local government, including the national government, that let us put the interest of the country first before our own interest. This is not about politics. This is about the image of South Africa and the people of South Africa.
Opa Pilane, South African Tourism Services Association chairperson on the line with us. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.